Hello and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary and do we have a show for you? I'm so excited. We talked about things, a lot of things, because there was a lot of things that happened in uh, pop culture this week. And we brought back crowd fave, friend of the pod, and by friend of the pod, I mean person that I live with, my husband, Alex Arndt. And together we discussed Jake Gyllenhaal's, you know, like bizarre press tour leading up to the re-release of Red and like how he's trying to save face. We talked about Elon Musk and Grimes breaking up and the Noah Centineo of it all. We talked a little bit about Angelina Jolie in The weekend, And we talked about Dear Evan Hansen and a little, um, a little bit of a like Mormon folklore at the end. Uh, content warning for that one. If you are like related to Alex and I, you might not like it. That makes it sound grosser. I think I think I may maybe just described it as grosser than it really is. We talked about the, the freaking soaking thing. We talked about it at the end. So there's there's that. Welcome to the show. Intro over. Okay, enjoy the show. Hello. Okay. Hi. I'm here today with crowd favorite. Big, big time, I just want to chat guy, Alex Arndt. Alex, hello. Hello, everybody. Alex, how does it feel to be a very sought after, I just want to chat co-host? It's pretty exciting. I'm excited that you even invited me back. <laughs> should Should I explain how you came to be on tonight's episode of I just want to chat, today's episode? It's it's nighttime. It's, it's midnight right now. Sure, if it's a, if you think it's an interesting story, go ahead. <laughs> I can't get over your like podcasting voice. Like you're like, sure, <laughs> if you think it is an interesting story, then yes. I'm sorry. Please, I, wife, tell I, me. I probably do listen to too much uh, NPR in the car. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> the NPR is rubbing off on you. Anyway, yes. how Alex came to be on the episode tonight is I was like, hey. I'm just going to record this podcast by myself this week. We have like a lot of things going on this week. Didn't know if I'd be able to nail down a time with a guest. So I was like, I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wing it this week. And then I came into my little closet at 1145 and I tried to record by myself and it sucked. I tried to um, record an episode like twice. And each time I was like, this isn't funny, nor is it entertaining, nor is it worth um, listening to for anybody. So I woke Alex up and I said, Hey, Alex, Alex, will you come be on my podcast? And um, and he said yes. Now here we are. Aren't you all glad that I spent a minute and 43 seconds telling that story? I'm sure you are. Anyway, Alex is here. Have no fear. We're here to talk about everything that happened in the pop culture world last week. Not too much. Not too many things happened. No. But still some things of note. Alex has not been briefed on the... Um, the stories for this week. Yeah, so, so this might be this is going to be a surprise for me as well. I I think that you'll be like playing the role of listener in this conversation. Like I'm not saying that I want you to only listen, but I'm just saying that like this is going to be a cool experiment because in my mind I'm telling our listeners like, "Oh, here's the news." But now I'm having like a conversation with somebody that's like hearing the news for the first time. Yes. So I can be shocked. I think that you will Stunned. be shocked. There is something on the docket today to talk about that might be like a little shocking for you and you actually might might not like it. And you might walk out of this closet, but we'll get to that later. Wow. All right. 
Wow. So without no further ado, here's everything that happened last week. And by everything, I mean the things of note. Um, First, we got to pour one out and say, you know, sayonara to the most sane and rational couple of all time, Grimes and Elon Musk. Grimes and Elon Musk, I don't want to say like announced because I don't even think that they've like really confirmed it, but they've like all but confirmed that they're not together anymore. I'm going to hate myself for saying this sentence, so brace yourself, but I heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast say that the baby's name is Ash. So it's all those numbers and letters and stuff, but the A-E in the middle is pronounced Ash, so they just call him Ash. But I've also heard him refer to as just X. Oh, I, I think I've seen that as well. So where have you seen him called X? Where, how does like the Elon news trickle its way over to you, typically, as like a layman person who doesn't follow pop culture really? I saw it just on the, just on a news web page, an, a announcing. New... <laughs> I don't know. Announcing the birth of the yeah. prince that was promised, baby Ash. <laughs> Anyway, but there is a twist to the story, and you would think that the twist is like, oh, they decided to, you know, be normal or something. No, um, the person that broke them up is, drumroll please, Noah Centineo. I was going to call him Noah Steroid Centineo, but now that, like, some people are actually starting to listen to this podcast, I'm like, am I allowed to, like, say things without getting sued for libel? I, I mean... Has Noah Centineo taken steroids? I'm not sure. But is is libel written or is slander written? Which one am I doing when I speak? Is it slander? That sounds right, but I... Anyway, I I don't want to slander Noah Centineo's good name. But all I know is that they filmed three to all the boys I've loved before movies within two and a half years' time. And within that time, his neck grew. One plus one equals steroids. You know? Anyway. So. I like that, Matt. Thanks, babe. Anyway, the. uh, And that actually is shocking to me. I did not know about this. The steroids or the Grimes and Noah Centineo? Noah Centineo. Well, brace yourself because guess where they were spotted? Where? The Olive Garden. Which Olive Garden? Okay, I'm not sure which specific <laughs> franchise it was. I I think that the tweet said, here, here it is. Here we go. Crazy Days and Nights, a not-so-reputable blind item, celebrity blind item gossip site. I talked about them a couple weeks ago. They used to be reliable. Now, like, they have so many people who are reading them, especially, like, they've really blown up on TikTok, so now they're just churning out the crap. A couple weeks ago, they said... That Noah Centineo and Grimes were spotted out and about and that her and Elon Musk were no more because she's now, you know, barking up Noah Centineo's tree. That sounds perverted. I didn't mean it to sound like that. But she's now into Noah Centineo. And then a somebody on Twitter said that she spotted them at an olive garden and I think it was in like Newport Beach or something. And then... Elon Musk's team allegedly, like, threatened legal action against that. So then she tweeted and she said, 
I definitely didn't see them at the Olive Garden making out in Newport Beach. Um, so there's that. Also, the Olive Garden of it all. We know from the one of the best YouTube videos of all time, not even YouTube, I think it's a, just an Instagram story highlight. Adam Rapon from, you know, Olymp Olympic fame, he made this like video commentary of Grimes's What I Eat in a Day video. It is one of the funniest things that you'll ever see. And in it, she talks about how she loves the restaurant Mastro's. Is that how you say it? I'm not fancy. And it's not like that fancy. It's like a fine restaurant. But like when you're married to the second most wealthy man in the world, the fact that you're going to any chain is just kind of like funny. And then what's even funnier is the Olive Garden of it all. That she's with Noah Centineo. Noah leaked Snapchat's Centineo. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're lucky. But it's uh, t just YouTube those. They're, you know. It's, it's the breadsticks. It's, they had to they were some breadsticks. They were there for the tour of Italy. They were there for the tour of Italy, and now... I don't blame them. Would you would you leave the second most wealthy man in the world for a date and a night with um, Netflix's rom-com uh, teen star and a tour of Italy? Would you do it just for the tour of Italy? Because, I mean, she's Probably getting paid no matter what. Because I remember when we first saw Grimes and Elon Musk together. It was at the Met Ball. I think it was like the goth year. It was whatever year Taylor Swift did Bleach Cella, I think. And it was like, oh, this is kind of embarrassing for Elon Musk. He like needed to grab some kind of fun date. He had broken up with Amber Heard. Amber Heard was doing her whole like Johnny Depp thing. He rebounded with Grimes and it was kind of like, he needed somebody to bring to the Met Gala and he brought Grimes. Like, this is the weirdest couple ever. And then she got pregnant and then, like, her pregnancy announcement was the weirdest thing you've ever seen. And now, and now they're broken up. And now she's with Noah Centineo, allegedly. They're at Olive Garden. They're making out. They're eating those breadsticks. Alex, who do you think that Elon Musk will or should date next? Wow, I don't, I don't know. Um, as weird as he is, I feel like Grimes was even stranger. So I hope. I I don't think that we could say that. No. Maybe I don't. They're both a different breed of weird. Yeah, for sure. But I just don't know which way. And the thing is, if he needs to have someone that's just kind of out there different okay i i could own. see that i mean amber heard was her own different kind of weird yes and i actually Slash I, psycho what yeah i don't know i don't know enough. what do you know about amber heard i've just heard that she's crazy is that not true i do think that there are a lot of questionable things that she's done um and i think that like that it's all like wrapped up in court kind of like, there's, like, legal proceedings. And there's depositions that you could watch. I don't know. That's kind of a story that I won't touch with the 10-foot pole because yeah. wow. there's there's a lot. And also, I'm like, I'm not really, like, a Johnny Depp stan. I don't know that much about it. Anyway, I'm trying to think. Would, 
no, Miley Cyrus is too good for him. Like, when I say too good, I mean, like, too, like, good-hearted, would not sign up for, like, the billionaire of it all. Like, I think she believes in equality too much. And maybe I'm just putting them together because of SNL. Do we even want him to find love and happiness after he ruined our future in retirement by making Dogecoin sink? Let me take you guys all back to a time. <laughs> last year. He tried. Last year, I jokingly threw, I think it was like 40 bucks at Dogecoin. And not jokingly, but like it was like my first time experimenting like with cryptocurrency that makes it sound like a drug. It's a heck of a drug. It was my first time experimenting with cryptocurrency. And I like heard about Dogecoin on TikTok. I threw some money at it. And it like started to steadily grow. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. And then one time I was on like girls trip and I looked at my phone because I had like a notification that like it from like an app that like I never checked. And I'm like, oh, this is my uh, like cryptocurrency site. And then Dogecoin was like flying. And then it was just going up and up and up. I joined a deranged Facebook group about Dogecoin and everyone's like, to the moon, it's going to go. We're all going to buy Lambos. It's going to be insane. And I know it wouldn't be like that. But then... Those were fun times. We were rapidly approaching Elon Musk's, like, you know, SNL hosting gig. And I bought into Dogecoin when it was like less than two cents per coin. And when he was hosting SNL, it got up to like 73 cents per coin or something. And Alex and I were ironically in New York that night. So like I was just walking around New York City, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And I was like, okay, if it hits 80 cents, I'm cashing out. That will pay for our entire New York trip. This will be so great. So we like rush back to our hotel. We get like DoorDash treats. And I'm like, all right, we have to watch Elon Musk on Saturday Night Live. We're going to be so rich. This is going to be so great. Gambling is fun. And then um, the second that they show his face on SNL, literally it's dropping by like 10 cents every two minutes. And I think it dropped to like 20 cents at night or something, which is like a historically insane drop. So I don't know. I'm always going to have an axe to grind with Elon Musk. If he's going to date anybody, I'm sure he'll find somebody from TikTok or something. I don't know. I don't know. There's got to be some... Does Joe Rogan have, like, a female, co like, correspondent or counterpart or something? He'll probably find his way there. Anyway, Elon and Grimes, I hope you're doing... I hope you're doing well. You know, I only wish good things. And I also wish for my remaining money in Dogecoin to uh, recover, you know. But that's always a wish of mine. Do you have anything else to say before we close out this topic? No, I just would have expected more. <laughs> no, nope. nope. Would have expected more from Noah Centineo. What kind of standards are you holding Noah Centineo to? I feel like, I don't know. I just. What kind of expectations? Of do you... I don't know. She seems kind of creepy to me, but. Okay. We don't need to. Have you ever seen the Snapchats of Noah Centineo? No, I don't think so. You no. don't recall? I know that you no. probably haven't if you're like, oh, I, I do not no. recall. No, I, I think I've seen you t talk about them, but I have not seen them. 
How often are we talking about Noah Centineo? Oh, just like we on watched, face, the Facebook group. And we watched all those movies. Oh, that is true. Speaking of real quick, speaking of I do not recall, just a quick one minute summary of your thoughts of Lula Rich. I thought the document documentary was pretty informative. Yeah. I do you feel like you learned well new things? It was well made. Yeah, I liked it. I liked those type of shows. Um, I still don't understand why all the people are, were so angry at the company when they made all that money. Well, but I, they... I do understand because they made them spend it all or made them. I feel like if they would have been smarter, yeah, they, they could have. I I have conflicting been thoughts. More successful. I mean, what a scam! So sorry that these people got their lives ruined. I mean, I feel like we saw mainly in the documentary, I feel like we mainly saw people who had seen success and then like yeah. saw the light and then got out. Yeah. But I can't really recall anybody that like went in and lost everything. I wish that they would have got one of those people. Was there anybody in the documentary that was like that? I don't think there so. Was, there was one lady, but she had done really well. And then it just. Yeah. Like it was all people cared. that like did really well. I kind of wish that we would have heard from somebody who, like, went in because they were told that they were going to be a boss babe and, like, never have to work and, like, to spend all their time with their kids. And then they just ended up with, like, 50, like, random leggings with, like, hot dogs on them in inappropriate places, you know? So, I don't know. And then kind of controversial. So, yes, it was horrible. They're scammers. But, like, there were some aspects of it. I'm going to get in trouble. There were some aspects, always playing devil's advocate over here, where, like, they were talking and they would be like, oh, like, if a place wants you to spend $5,000 to start your own business, like, you run. Or, like, I was working all the time. I, like, I wasn't having this freedom. And, yes, I do understand that they, like, there was false advertising to get these people to join LuLaRoe, you know, and the, the promise of financial freedom and, you know, getting to like retire your husbands and all this stuff, like it was there. So it was under false pretenses, but the, the people being shocked that they had to also work. And again, they were kind of sold like a false, like bag of goods, but I, I, that was kind of like a weird thing to me where I was like, I didn't feel like that sympathetic. Cause I was like, uh, you know, like it is a job. And if you're going to say that you're a business owner, then like, guess you do have to like go to parties and sell the product. I, I don't know. I don't know. But like the fact that like, I'm even mentioning that that's not even one of my like top five takeaways from it. The Sammy's pie shakes of it all. That's something that oh, I could talk yeah. about for forever. Yeah. That was, that guy's a character. I... Just to fill you in, in Provo, Utah, where Alex and I both resided and met, there was this place called Sammy's Pie Shakes, and it was just like a burgers, fries, pie shakes type of place. And it was open when I moved to Provo. I think like my first night in Provo, I went there. It was all a rage. The shakes were good. And then like a couple months after I'd moved there, 
it started to like shift ownership or like they had to keep rebranding and stuff because the guy like wasn't paying his employees. His employees were having to pay for like goods, um, like product and stuff like themselves because they'd be running out of something. So they'd like run down to Smith's, buy milk or whatever, and then come back when they were never like getting reimbursed. And like the whole thing was like a scam. And then they kept renaming it because their name kept coming up in the news being like, oh, Sammy's pie shake scams people. Oh, but Marley's pie shakes doesn't, you know? So it was a, it was a weird time, a weird time in Provo, Utah. But that guy, Sammy's from Sammy's pie shakes was that Sam guy that, um, did like, all the parties. He was like the nephew. He did the parties and he did the, um, the, like he wanted to do that, like marijuana MLM type thing. Anyway, but also I didn't even like plan on talking about this, but another like quick takeaway is something that struck me was this is so common. Like when I was watching the show, having like worked in Utah and working with other like LDS owned family companies, it really is like I saw like so many of my own experiences mirrored in this company. And I mentioned this in our Facebook group and other people said this too, that had had kind of like the same experience working for these other like LDS owned corporations or whatever. It's like the people at the top are never like that experienced, not never, but you know, making generalizations here, not like super experienced. And then they like want to bring their family in. So they're like, oh yeah, my, my son does X, Y, Z. I'll bring him in as the head of marketing or like my son took an Excel class. Like he's now our head of accounting, you know, and it's just all these positions are like mod podge together. I, and like, they want to pay people super cheaply. I graduated high school with a 1.8 GPA. Alex is like rolling his eyes because he's like shocked. You're bragging. No, I'm not bragging. I'm just, I'm just saying I'm just I graduated high school with a 1.8 GPA. I moved to Provo. And like, and I did have like some experience with the internet or whatever. Moved to Provo. Started working at a milkshake place. Didn't like that job. My stake president owned a company. My state president was like a church leader that I had. Owned a company in Utah. I got a job with him. And then suddenly I had like a big role in the marketing department with like no experience. And then like a couple months after that, I was like over all of their customer service for the whole company. This was like a, a big company in Utah over all the customer service for this company and like scheduling and all this crap. That's because they were like, oh yeah, Mary's a nice girl. Guess she could do it. Mary's friendly, whatever. And I mean, I rose to the challenge. I, I rose, I rose up to the challenge. So that's nice. But like they, and it wasn't just me. I was one of many other like 20 kids that were like running this company just because we were like nice and they could like pay us nothing, you know? Anyway, so I'm just saying it's, you can take Lula Rich and apply if you take the MLM out of it, you could really take Lula Rich and like the company structure and like the Google Docs of it all and apply it to so many other companies out there. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. But that is a good transition to our next topic. 
um, of like, you know, another poorly run company. It's time to talk about Elizabeth Holmes. Do you know who she is? I know that you know who she is, but do you know yes, the name? We, we watched the, the documentary. other documentary. What multiple? Was it called? Did we watch two of them? Or was I can't it just remember. One? The Theranos thing? Yeah. So, anyway, Elizabeth Holmes. Um, what is that documentary called? Riff for a second while I Google it. This is annoying. I don't remember what it was, but I remember there was some medical. The Inventor. The Inventor. Okay. You know, so the girl that like kind of looks like Jennifer Lawrence, but she dresses like Steve Jobs. She has like blonde hair and like those like really big eyes and then like the voice that sounds like this. That was interesting. Um, Hearing her speak was like the most jarring part of it. But she is now, you know, paying the piper for her crimes um, and in court doing hearings. I think that this is just like preliminary hearings right now. But um, this is a lesson, and this is like a joke that I'm stealing from The Verge. Uh, but this is a lesson to everybody. Do not commit crimes because when you commit crimes, they're allowed to seize all of your text messages. And they seized all of her texts, and they found very cringy texts. Um, the only things... I think that these are less cringy than the Jeffrey Bezos leaked texts from two years ago but these are up there this is her talking to her boyfriend um you are the breeze in the desert for me my water my ocean meant only together tiger meant to be only together tiger and then the dude just says okay do it okay oh wow so like her like cheesy like um like romantic texts are being leaked and this is just me Releasing my own will and testament here live on this podcast. Moments after my death, shed one tear and then take a hammer and smash my phone. That is my will and testament. I want everything gone. And like, and I'm not even hiding anything. Like, I don't have a double life. I don't have anything like that I'm like ashamed of. But. You want to go Ron Swanson on your internet i just like if i can't like defend something that like might be taken out of context because maybe she was like joking or something i don't know but not joking i don't think that this woman jokes i don't think that she's like ever told a joke but you are my breeze my sun my stars literally if i've i mean i'm sure i've said my share of cheesy crap so what needs to happen is i die my iCloud gets erased immediately Call 911 and call Apple Care. Get me off the grid. Can you commit to that? If you outlive me. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're rather old There's, in comparison yeah. to me. You just set up what was that other movie? The um You still haven't committed Tenet. to it, I guess. What does Tenant have to do with this? <laughs> it has to do with er- erasing things if you die. I don't think so. Did we watch the same movie? Yes. The whole plot. That's not what Tenant is about. Tenant is about, like, time travel. And Robert Pattinson as a blonde. Never mind. Well, people can debate about this, but I thought the whole plot was that 
Oh, I don't want to ruin this for anyone who hasn't seen it. The cool thing about Tenant is I think that you could like say the plot right now and then nobody would be able to retain it. But I'm pretty sure it's not about erasing the past. Maybe it is. Because the guy wanted to erase the world if he when he died. All I'm asking for is for you to delete my iCloud. I'm not asking okay. for like anything catastrophic. I'll go delete it right now. Just kidding. Don't. Just kidding. Once I'm dead, Al. <laughs> anyway. We'll set something up. Thanks. <laughs> There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. Anyway, speaking of people, never mind. I was going to make a bad transition, but I'm not going to. So I'm just going to come out and say it. Nobody right now on this date, Tuesday, September 28th is working harder than Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal's PR team. Red, the Red re-release is upon us. Taylor Swift is, she has something to brew in. I thought it was going to be 1989 as like a surprise release. She released Wildest Dreams. We're waiting for Red things to come out. Um, and that's going to be coming out, I think, the first week in November. Maybe the second week in November. But... As we all know, that album is mainly, uh, no, modeled after one dude, and that man is Jake Gyllenhaal. He is who All Too Well is about. This isn't, this isn't news to anybody who All Too Well is about. I feel like we all forget that she made a whole song called Treacherous, which is just about her, like, losing her virginity to Jake Gyllenhaal. I feel like we all kind of forget about that part, um, but... There's that. We are never ever getting back together, but mainly All Too Well. And not only are we getting a re-record of All Too Well, we're getting a 10-minute explicit version of All Too Well. And at this point in time, Jake Gyllenhaal's PR team, he does have a couple projects coming out. He has like this weird movie coming out where he's like a 911 operator and they released like a teaser trailer where I'm like, oh, is this like a big franchise movie? Nope. It's just a movie about him as like a 911 operator, but they felt the need to make like two teaser trailers before releasing the actual trailer, which was, you know, a bizarre choice. But not as bizarre as Jake Joan Hall's um and his PR team's choice to, you know, talk about him and like his lack of bathing and he just keeps like having all these like quirky things kind of coming out. And he released this quote today. Um and if this quote doesn't show you that somebody is um you know running for them running for their lives and uh, afraid of Taylor Swift and her, the Swifties, he released women are superior to men in various ways, including developing a sense of morality earlier than men. It has only hit me, it has only just hit me that I won't live forever. Jake Gyllenhaal for the Sunday Times style. The dude is stressed. The dude is stressed. He knows that the discourse is about to happen. And I am predicting three more quirky Jake Gyllenhaal stories before Red's re-release. And then after the re-release is released, we're going to get two months of silence before he has to really start Oscar campaigning. And also, I don't think that he'll get nominated for any awards, but, like, I think he'll try. But it's time. It's time. Three more quirky Jake Gyllenhaal stories, and I will report them each and every time. You are welcome. Okay, Alex had to go run and help out a baby that had woken up, but now the baby is asleep. And now we're just going to breeze through this really quick because 
I also like kind of want to go to sleep. Not that I like don't take this podcast seriously, but you know, it's time. It's time um, for some sleep. And uh, some quick news. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd are rumored to be dating. This was a rumor that started like two months ago where they were spotted once. But just a couple nights ago, they were spotted at dinner together in a very clearly dinner date situation. I think that the age gap between them is about like 14 years or something, which not that notable. I feel like if it was like a guy and a girl, it'd be like, uh-huh, 14 years. But, um, you know, not, not too bad, but it's just a weird, I don't even know if I could say it's like a weird status, you know, gap. Because they're both A-listers. But when we call Angelina Jolie an A-lister, she she is. What was her last movie, though? Maleficent? What was she in before Maleficent? She's like, she just doesn't work as much anymore. No. I would almost say that The Weeknd right now has more, like, clout. Like, Angelina Jolie... Will always be an A-lister because she is who she is. And I'm sure she could get, like, a seat at any table in the world. She is, like, so accomplished. But I do think that they're on par status-wise as A-listers. But just it does seem like an odd pairing. It seems odd that she's going music, musician <laughs> after Brad Pitt. <laughs> what are your thoughts about this couple? Yeah, it seems like a weird couple to me. Who who would you want to see Angelina Jolie with? I mean, she could be with The Weeknd. I'm fine with it. I'm just thrown by I it. I don't know. I I just always think it's weird when they have these kind of age gaps. Mm. But You're way older than I am. Yeah, yeah. You're elderly in comparison to my youth. <laughs> yes, I guess Yes, that's true. It is kind of fun that I get to be like, I'm married to a man in his 30s. Because you're like 31. But, you know. Yeah. But I mean. I love I'd... making you sound like an old geezer whenever I can. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's. He was on his mission I was... when I was in 8th grade. I love dropping that one. I hope it doesn't sound machinistic. Is that what it is? But I, I Mas- was... that means that like you like pain. That's what misogynistic no. means. Oh, that's not what I meant. Misogynistic. Misogynist. There we go. But I always think it's weirder when the guys are. I think what you just said a second ago is weirder. Um. But that's okay. The pairings with where the <laughs> You're just gonna glance girl over is it. significantly older. Let me tell you about a little something called feminism. Women could actually do what they want for the most part. Would you think it's yes, weird? I understand that. But would, would you think it's weird if like a guy, if it was roles were reversed, if the weekend was 14 years older than her? Sl- yes. I still think it was weird, but I think not as much. It is more socially taboo. I'll give yes, you that. that. It's more socially taboo. Yes. That's what I'm but saying. But not like icky. And you yes. don't mean it's icky. No, I mean taboo. You're a great guy. Yeah. You believe in equality. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> anyway, it's the so, weekend, yeah, the everybody. Socially, exactly. That's what I mean. Um, the social taboo of it all. I think for one of my photoshops for tomorrow, I'm going to have to do that picture of Daniel Craig being like, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. You know, have you ever seen that clip? Nope. It's because you're not on Twitter. 
he was announcing you don't believe in it like it's like the boogeyman or or soaking no (laughs) no like not interested okay okay anyway daniel craig goes on saturday night live and he introduces the weekend he goes ladies and gentlemen the weekend but like shrugs and is like finally the weekend's here basically so then people post that every friday so i'm gonna have to photoshop something about that anyway guys guys should i should i stop the my notes now say dot 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 soaking question mark and um dear evan hansen what which would you like to talk about first al Oh, oh, dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> I feel like that's fresh on your mind. I've made two TikToks and a 16-part Instagram story about this movie so far, but let me just say, give it a chance, guys. Is it is it the next Citizen Kane? No, it's not. Is it going to transform cinema? It, it might transform how movies are cast from this moment forward, but... I think if you can just get past the age of it all, it was a well-performed movie. It had its flaws. They messed up Sincerely Me, which for that I'll never forgive them ever. But it was good. Everybody tried their best. And I think everybody had a great time in this movie about teenage suicide. But it's a good movie. But the crux of it is the, the plot sucks. The storyline is demented. And I've said this on TikTok before, too, and on Twitter, so I'm just, like, beating a dead horse with this, like, one original thought that I had. But if you can't watch Scott's Tots, if you're one of those people it's like, I love The Office, but I just can't watch Scott's Tots, this isn't the movie for you. If you, like, get, like, cringy secondhand embarrassment and you can't, like, watch people make, like, bad decisions that, like, you know is going to catch up with them, you can't watch this movie. It's just not going, it's, it's not going to make you feel good. You're, uh, you're going to be pretty uncomfy. What's uh, your stance on Scott's Tots, Alex? Oh, I think that's my favorite episode, basically. I, I think it's the most creative. And I used to say that it was it's, my favorite, but now, hilarious. but now I've gotten to a point where I can't watch it. Yeah, which is unfortunate because. And you know that people, um, hilarious. people allege on the internet a lot that if you, can watch it like all the way through without like not wanting to throw your phone at the tv and like hide under a blanket that you have like issues yeah what would you say to that i would say that yeah i definitely feel some like embarrassment but since you know it's comedy (laughs) or parody or are you trying to assume that we should all just take things at face value and enjoy media in the I mean, condition in that this, it's given? Given that this is a <laughs> comedy TV show and not a documentary reenactment, <laughs> it kind of hits differently. So It hits differently. My favorite episode is the dinner party episode. Oh, which actually, I feel like that one is more cringy. Oh, hot take. Yeah. I Did you see that TikTok that I posted where that girl was pretending to be Jan Lovinston and did the I Could Be Brown, I Could Be Blue by Mika song? I think I was that all gibberish to you? Did you just not 
Because you're not really a TikToker either. No, no. Anti-TikTok. No, you're not. We we have TikTok Power Hour where we watch watch TikToks together and you laugh. Oh, yeah, I'll laugh, but... And if there's something about, like, science, you're like, let me see that again. Yeah, but I feel like... (laughs) Sorry, that's how you sound. That's my impression of Alex. (laughs) Pretty pretty accurate. Anyway. Never mind. I feel Alex like TikTok Arndt. is too, it's not a good social media. What, what's, the a best, what's the day. best, what's the best, the social, best media? social media? I guess they Cougar all board? Have, uh, LinkedIn? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Venmo. Venmo. Venmo is actually my favorite social media. <laughs> Probably. Um, oh, they unprofessional. Who's communicating with me at this hour? Um... Alex, soaking, fact or crap? What, is this news or something? Yeah, so earlier this week, here here's your tune-out warning. If you have children, we're not going to get explicit, but if you have children in the car or around you, but it's just like not like the coolest conversation that we're about to have, but it is a buzzworthy conversation that could get me attention on the internet if handled properly. So I'm willing to compromise my morals and my ethics um, to talk about this gross sex thing on my podcast. So there's your warning. Alex, how do you feel about that? About. (laughs) I'm confused now, but. You've heard of it. I yeah I've heard of it and there's no I mean, way it's real. I don't think no. It I've never thought that someone could actually. I will say it wasn't quite your social scene in Provo. Yeah, I've I, never heard. All of it your in friends Provo. were pretty straight laced. Appeared to be pretty straight laced. Nobody was really cutting corners. That you knew of. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Yeah, I I would say that that's pretty. But I mean. I ran in a lot of different circles. Here's, let's just preface by saying, I'm not going to say what it is over the air, but every six months or so, the news comes out and somebody makes some kind of tweet or shares some kind of story or it gets called something new and everyone's like, docking, soaking, all these weird Mormon kids are up in Provo doing this nasty thing. (laughs) What, What losers. I was fairly social in my years in Provo, Utah. I ran in a lot of circles. I had a lot of friends. There were people who were doing stuff, but there weren't people that I encountered regularly who were doing things in a pretend way. Like, either people were doing it or and they owned it, or they weren't. Yeah. To my knowledge. And I'm like... sure that there's people that have private lives that I didn't really know about and whatever. And I don't need to know about everybody's private lives. I mean, like, that would be fun. But, like, I don't need to know about everybody's private lives. But I... It became popular this week because this, like, ex-Mormon person on TikTok made a video about it and said that she would jump the hump for her roommate which is so like this is like just like anti-mormon fan fiction at this point and and that sounds rude 
I just mean like there's enough things. If if you want to pick out some like quirky weird things that that this religion does that I'm a part of, that's easy and that could be done, you know, pretty simply. But pretending like you once stood on the edge of the bed, jumping up and down while your roommate and somebody else participated in this weird mythical not sex but sex thing to stimulate something else happening is the most insane thing I've ever heard. And I think where that leads us now is that somebody has to confess. This comes up at once every six months. If people are going to insist that this is real, somebody has to come out and say yes. Because every time you hear about it, it's my cousin had a roommate. My somebody had a somebody. My roommate's best friend did this. I did get two people in my DMs today, or one person in person, say that they have closely encountered this thing happening, and they swear that it happened. So I do, and I do believe, I'm sure it's happened sometimes, but all, all I'm saying is it's not this widespread thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that. It's it's not, there aren't just a bunch of horny Provo kids up there making loopholes where where there's not loopholes. Anyway, why does it matter? I don't know. It's just been an annoying discourse. And it's not just like in like my typical online circles that I see. Like I've seen like other writers and stuff that normally don't have any ties to this like part of culture um, talk about it. Like people who are totally like not related to the any kind of like religious world. I've seen them talk about it. It's been pretty widespread. So I just want to come on and publicly proclaim. I think it's a load of crap. And people can tell me all day long that their mission companion said that they did it once. I'm not going to believe any of it. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary and this is my co-host Alex Art, who's feeling very uncomfy and will probably ask me to cut this out. I'm assuming. <laughs> we'll see. That might come in conversation. You learn how to edit a podcast and, okay. and you can edit out whatever you want. All right. Start researching. Just kidding. I'm sure you could pick it up. It's pretty, it's user friendly. GarageBand is a a great tool for us podcasters. And if, anyway, everybody, thank you so much for listening to today's very awkward episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary. This was Alex. My husband co-hosting with us today. Alex, do you want people to follow you online? Not particularly. All right. Well, follow <laughs> us on the at I Just Want to Chat podcast. Yes. And also follow us on TikTok at I Just Want to Chat podcast. That's where I've been uh, turning out some content lately. It's been finding the right niches. And the podcast has grown a little bit last week. I'm not going viral. I'm no Emily Susan Kim, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, and who is like one of my favorite internet people. She's doing real well on TikTok right now. She's, uh, you know, analyzing tic- uh, TikTok influencer baby names and she is turning out amazing content. And I'm not saying them at that level, but there are small videos on TikTok from the I Just Want to Chat podcast that you can now go watch. Um, anyway, thank you all so much for listening today. And we will see you with a hopefully less perverted episode of the Addis Mon Chat podcast next week. This is a blooper. Alex just asked, is that what was going to be shocking? Yes. And 
Yes, it was. Didn't see that topic coming. So then you clearly don't watch my Instagram story because last night I talked about it at length. No, I said I watch your story. I just must not have last night. Have you seen that TikTok where it's like, are you friends with her? Are you friends with her? Nope. That's how I feel right now. Do you watch my Instagram story? <laughs> do you watch my Instagram I swear story? I do. <laughs> and yet. Of course I do. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. 